TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash OAM. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Memphis is Funny Podcast. The podcast where we talk about all the funny things going on in Memphis, directly associated with MemphisIsFunny.com. We have a brand new member of Memphis is Funny and a special co-host here today, Miss Christine Marie. Hello, Christine. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Yeah. Christine just moved here from Pittsburgh uh, about a month ago, right? Uh, right on my 28th birthday, so July 30th is when we started our journey down. Oh, my goodness. And just a few days from August 30th, we are here. So mm-hmm. I got that right. I got something right for once. I'm just going to look at my wife over here for a second because she's always like, hey, can you call your guests by their right name? I'm going to keep just looking at your wife because yeah. she's hot. Yeah, she's got a nice haircut. <laughs> if you're friends with her on Facebook, check it out uh, since we, we know all of our listeners here at Memphis is funny. But uh, we're very excited to have you guys here. Christine moved down with Rob Spear. You guys have been hitting up uh, open mics. Rob got a feature spot at Rob open mic. Rob got a feature spot. And you guys both did uh, fantastic last night in Jackson, Tennessee. Thank you. So did you. At the, oh, thanks. At the, at the open mic there. So you guys are quickly acclimating, and Christine is going to be uh, putting up a lot of new content on Memphis is funny and showing up on the podcast. So we're very excited to have her. I know there's only two of us today, but we'll do the little in studio clap. Uh, and we're, we're, we're really fired up that you're here today. Uh, we are going to get into some of the things that are coming up this week in terms of shows. Uh, but today, I think um, there's been some discussion online and some other, some other things. And we also haven't really gotten into this topic here. Dun, dun, uh, so I think we're going to talk a lot about uh, open mics and open mics in Memphis comedy today. Uh, before we get to that, I do want to give... The big plug, the big plug. Hopefully we can get this out uh, on Monday. It is Sunday right now when we're recording this. But on Tuesday of this week, Tuesday, August 30th, at the High Tone, the Tuesday show returns to the High Tone for the first time in almost a year. Wow. Uh, we were at the Brass Door for eight or nine months. And then uh, we got an opportunity to get a date with Skinny, and so who owns the High Tone. And so we're very, very excited to come back to the High Tone. And our headliner is uh, David Tavaiti, who uh, was on Last Comic Standing. Yay. Last year. So that is our first time we're having a headliner with a national television credit. And we're very, very excited about that. Uh, also on the show, we've got uh, Austin Silver and Evan Eggers from Austin, Texas. And they come West Corwin approved. So we're very excited about them. I hear he's popular on YouTube. Yeah? Which yeah. one? Uh, I, oh, what it says oh. on memphisisfunny.com. Oh, it says that West, West Corwin Cor- is popular on YouTube. West and then there's Corlin. a link. Right. Yeah, to, to West Corwin has friends. Yes. Not only is it popular, it also reinforces the idea that he's popular when you when exactly. you Because he has, <laughs> he in fact has friends. Uh, and we've also got uh, Kevin Seafried is coming down from D.C. He's touring with David Tavaiti. He's fantastic. Okay. He's been here before. He's done the Drew's mic. And uh, Ms. Vivacious, the uh, CEO of Memphis Urban Laughs Comedy Festival, which is accepting nominations and I think going to announce their lineup pretty soon, is going to be on the show as well. And she's absolutely fantastic. Nominations? Uh, I think for awards. Oh, I think they, they finished accepting submissions and now they're accepting nominations for awards they're going to give out. At Very that festival, cool. so really neat that we're 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 getting big enough. We have more than one festival now. We have yes. the Memphis Comedy. We're drinking out of Memphis Comedy Festival cups today, uh, since we're not brought. Yeah, we're holding them up like someone can see, but. Um, they're very exciting. I think some of that, that Memphis Comedy Festival merchandise will be available on the website pretty soon if you want some. Uh, but yeah, so two comedy festivals, very, very exciting. 
Lots of cool stuff going on. I'm, of course, uh, partial to Tuesday show uh, and uh, because I host it with Kyle Kordsmeyer, but very, very excited about that. So if you are hearing this um, and you haven't decided to go, please come check it out, um, not only because it'll make me happy, but because I think you're going to have a great time because uh, all of the comics are fantastic, but in, in particular, David, coming all the way down from New York, we're really, really excited about that uh monique is going to be at chuckles monique is going to be at chuckles so that's huge uh you know they've got i don't know you, you've been at chuckles yeah you were I there have, on, yes. right on tuesday yeah, so you yeah. saw all the paintings and stuff yes. everywhere. now that's not necessarily representative of all people who have been there before right uh some of them are deal hewley he signed his right yeah. ellen signed hers but ellen's eye is just a little bit off so it's like <laughs> uncanny valley effect like it's gonna come out and get me did she write about that I, she no I, she just signed it right but. But then maybe Monique will sign her. I think Monique's been there before uh, to Chuckles, but but she'll uh, she'll be there this weekend, uh, four or five shows all weekend long. So that's great. And then this is also huge: uh, Rockhouse Live in Bartlett. Um, well, it's kind of Bartlett-ish. I think it's actually still Memphis, but it's at Sycamore View and Raleigh Lagrange, about fifteen minutes from Midtown. Um, they're having their first Friday All Star Comedy Showcase, and this is something that the owner really wants to start. He wants to start having more comedy at his bigger location. He's been doing lots of stuff at his Midtown location. Had open mics. We had the roast to Kyle Kordsmeyer. That's what I was going to say. Wasn't right. the roast there? Yeah, the roast was at his bigger location. Uh, right. Amanda Walker hosts an open mic there on Wednesdays. And uh, so he wants to start doing more and more comedy. He's booked Kurt Braunohler, which wow. is huge. Yeah. yeah, for the middle Good. of next month, later this month. But he also wants to have a monthly First Friday showcase, and this will be the first one. Um, Josh McClain is going to headline it. So, you know, that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she made a face like, yeah, we saw him last night. No, I'll, I'll say it on air. I have such a performance crush on Josh McClain. Right? He's, such a pro- He's just all freaking horsepower. Yeah. Just, just everything he does. On, uh, and it was, a, I think it was a little more than a year ago when he recorded his album. Yeah. And it was an hour. And I don't think anybody had seen, oh, he did more than an hour. He might have done close to an hour and a half. And I don't think anyone had ever seen Josh do that much material at once. And... It was for almost all of it. It was that high energy, mm-hmm. except when it needed not to be. And yeah, then no, he, he's yeah. got control, right? For sure, he he very much knows himself. Yeah, I'll say that. And it was it was it was beautiful. I remember we walked out of that. Jackie was 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 emotional over a story he told about his grandmother at the end. If you don't have Josh McLean's album, check it out on iTunes. It's "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark," uh, I believe is what it's called. But you can just search Josh McLean. And um, it's it's great. But you can also see him do a lot of that stuff, plus a lot of new stuff he's got live uh, with a headliner set. And the rest of that, that is stacked up, too. I'm, I'm going to host it, but, you know, that's just neither here nor there. Uh, Mary Jordan is coming down from Chicago, and she's been uh, around Memphis comedy before. She's one of Mo Alexander's favorite comedians. Uh. Uh, and if you know Mo, you know he knows. He's very opinionated. He doesn't give out compliments lightly. No. Uh, and then um, Katrina Coleman, the CEO of the Memphis Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. and one of the biggest names in Memphis comedy, as well as Nathan Hiller, who uh, works on the Comedy Festival and has been doing comedy for a long time. So it really is uh, an all-star showcase in terms of some of the locals that are on there. And um, uh, one, I think it's going to be a fantastic show, but also um, if we're there and, and, and we really make it a, a big time, I think this is something Memphis will be able to keep doing at, at a new venue. So very excited about that. And, uh, and that, that, so that's what's coming up. Um, oh, and there's a show on a boat that's going to be fantastic. I don't even feel like I have to promote it, though, because it's sold out. Oh. But it's just a really cool thing. Uh, on Sunday, can they're going to have – with somebody to get on it? I want to be you, on a boat. You want to be – yeah, well, I can, I can introduce you to uh, Lakeisha, who, who runs it, because she says she wants to do more and more. We had a meeting yesterday. Heck, yeah. Uh, Ambrose Jones is going to headline the show on the boat. Um, okay. it's, it's absolutely sold out. Expensive tickets, everything. It's really amazing the, the level – 
that she's been able to create, I think, here in terms of, uh, you know, what kind of party she's putting on. People are going to be able to drink for free because the tickets were pretty expensive. They're like 35 or 50 bucks, two different levels. Mm -hmm. And then, but they're going to be able to drink for free at Beale Street Landing for like two hours. And then everybody's going to get on the boat and there's going to be like a band and like there's like six comedians. uh, AC is hosting it. You know, he's amazing. Uh, Ambrose, like I said, is headlining it. We all know how good he is. Uh, And then there's, there's Ms. Vivacious. There's Harold King. It's just a... why are you so cool? Well, you know, you live here now, so I you don't have I to bemoan it. You can just just in, enjoy it. No, I'm bemoaning because I'm not cool enough to be here yet. Oh, like, is that it? <laughs> wow, you've worked your way in pretty good so far. I, we've seen you at almost everything. Been working out. Here oh, you yeah. are on Memphis's Funny Podcast. That's true. I did yeah. make it here. Yeah. So all the all, already, we won't hit you with silly string today. Uh, that's that's something we did to Carly on her last day. Whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 when when if I ever leave, then you guys can can give. I me still back. have all the silly string. Oh, we still have it. Oh yeah, it's in it's in the storage room back there. Oh good. <laughs> so we don't have to go. They're like five dollars a can. Those things. Did you know that? I did I, not know. Is that what you know? What maybe people <laughs> need to start stealing silly string. <laughs> I'm sure there's a big secondary market for it. People can run around. And, well, and... I gotta say, forget silly string. If you just aim whipped cream at each other first, it's edible. Second, right. it's washable. Right. Highly unlikely that anybody's allergic to it. Even if you're lactose intolerant, you're uh, not gonna have an issue if it's on you. Right. 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 So I'm just saying, attack your friends with whipped cream. Okay. That's my so and then message. use the whipped cream for whippets later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Two for one deal. You're yep. not gonna do whippets out of the silly string. No. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> and then spray them down right so we'll have to do the thing at the beginning of the podcast instead of the end though so we can listen to ourselves it's cool the per yeah i'm the person talking about doing whippets out of we don't condone that don't don't right. don't do it don't, don't do inhale i did that. see josh androsky uh josh androsky came through here and uh had a guy do a whippet on stage and then was asking him historical trivia questions that he had to answer while he was doing it was it was a crazy thing that never happened right. i made amazing. that up i made that up that never happened it did and i'm not, no it did but i'm not going to say the venue oh. although that venue has changed owners at this point so i don't think anybody could really get in trouble is it also going to burn down in an insurance scam no that sounds no a car like ran into it not too long ago but oh. the venue uh sustained the car Wait, damage much the better car than... ran into here not too long ago right, so wasn't this place. wasn't here <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't here uh that that place actually had very minor damage compared to compared to the damage yeah here. I think compared to the damage of the front of the ohm network oh building. my goodness yeah the 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 cage Still held recovering. up really well but uh but the glass not so much mm. yeah uh, in in case you don't know, a car ran into the Ohm Network studio, which we share with a T-shirt shop. Oh, about two months ago. Yeah, yeah. And still, so, yeah, we're still waiting on that uh, new door to come in. So when Christine pulled up today, there's yeah, they're still waiting on the new <laughs> door. So it's it's plywood on the front yeah, where the so, glass used to be. So I sent my fiance a picture and said, "This is how I die." And he goes, "Well, I'll miss you, but I'll send these pictures to the cops." <laughs> And now we're giving them evidence for struggles. You know, if we can't make a comedy podcast, at least we can have a comically funny door (laughs) to come in. You know what? Is that legally a door? That's pretty much a wall. Okay, fair enough. It's not really a door. (laughs) 
robots. <laughs> it's like the door you make out of, like, you know, when I was little, we get a big moving box or something. My parents would let you make, like, a house out of it in the backyard oh, or something. Yeah. And you cut a door into that. Right. That's kind of the situation we've got yeah, here. It's like, qu- yeah. it's shelter, quote unquote. It's, like, <laughs> it's the word shelter with quotes on either side. Right. It's shelter. So it's one of those legally you cannot live here. And if you sleep here more than two days, you Hey, I sleep it. here every day of night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't do that. I have a house. Yeah. With with kids and a family. And, I don't have yeah. a house. Can I start sleeping here? This is derailing. <laughs> very, like, what's going on in comedy? Yeah. What's, what's going, going on, on in, comedy? in comedy? So, we, uh, yeah, uh, we covered pretty much everything. Uh, Christine, if you want to talk to us just a few minutes, uh, you've been in Memphis, like we said, about a month now. Yeah. So, uh, you came here before. Three or four months ago, you had a show at Midtown Crossing Mm -hmm. with Rob. So what's been your experience of Memphis and Uh, Memphis comedy? I would guess it's positive since you came down. I love you people. Yeah. Uh, I'm so fascinated. Uh, We talked about Josh earlier. We talked about Katrina. Just where I come from is a very male-dominated area. Um, I get introduced on stage all the time to, and here comes a woman, which is frustrating. And it's, it's so refreshing to have, have a matron of the art as opposed to, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with, with men or that's not the, it's not something you have to worry about here. I'm not not saying it's, it's bad. What I'm saying is it's a different flavor and it's a different nurturing behavior and it's it's what i've got what i what i've seen a lot from everybody in memphis is i want to help you do you not well this is how jokes are done this is what this is what stand-up is and this is all that it will ever be no because humor changes your life changes sociology changes your your environment changes but the the idea of humor is something that's so universal to all of us that's in our base that it, it's easy to put up a wall. Right. And here I don't see that at all. What I see is I have this talent and you have that talent and let's help each other. Like uh, what what I – Whatever weaknesses you have, well, let me let me step up the game. We can we can work this out, and it's very open, I guess. It, it's 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 growth in a way that I'm not used to. That's certainly something we've been. I think uh, you, you you talk about anybody who's working hard to establish things or, or working on their act, even or very involved, or someone you see around a lot mm-hmm. um, at any of the various kind of pockets. Uh, you know, because geographically there are little pockets where where some things happen. Sure, uh, they would all kind of say, "Yeah, we're we're everybody." There is a common refrain of growth. I think mm-hmm. where everybody thinks. You know, hey, well, we're here and we're going to travel and this kind of stuff, but but this is where we're going to be based. And if we're going to be based here, uh, we need to create opportunities not only for ourselves, but also right. for other people because we need to have a strong talent pool um, in order to sustain lots of different shows and lots right. of different uh, uh, attitudes. And in order to – that brings us right to our big topic of today, uh, and, and thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, in order to grow that talent pool and sustain it, I mm-hmm. think uh, we would all agree the most important thing is 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 open mics, mm-hmm. is a, a healthy number of open mics sure. and and open mics that people come to and and, and enjoy and endorse and uh, and you've you've been able to to use that lately. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we can we can kind of go down the list real quick. Uh, there is a full list on memphisisfunny.com slash open mics. Uh, but uh, or it's also up there on the top tab. You just click open mics and it's got them segmented by day. 
Um, uh, on Mondays, there's two. Uh, one of them is kind of more of a spoken word thing, but you're certainly welcome to do comedy there from what I understand. That's at the Rumba Room. Uh, okay. That's called The Word. I know uh, Ambrose Jones and Harold will go down there from time to time. Harold was telling me the other day, he was like, oh, yeah, when you see Ambrose, you know, he's, he's getting ready to go out of town. You know, he's got a big gig coming up, so he's going to come down to The Word. And uh, so, yeah, you can catch Ambrose there every now and then. Um, cool. I host an open mic on Mondays at Drew's Place. Mm-hmm. And uh, a local comedy, a local comic, uh, Lila Bear, is the bartender there. So that's kind of a, a full-on thing. Um, uh, there's uh, the Chuckles Mike on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, you know, that, that can be real fun. I mean, if, if you haven't performed in a comedy club, if you're new, we have a comedy club. And you can go out there on Tuesdays. Not, not this Tuesday, though. If it's me, it's me talking on my podcast. So th- this Tuesday, go to the high tone for, for the Tuesday show. But, uh, but yeah, most Tuesdays, uh, go, go down to Chuckles and check that out. There's also Soul Speak on Tuesdays, which is a soul food restaurant on Madison Ooh. called Mott Ned's. And they do music. They do comedy. They do spoken word. They've usually got a good host. Do, do they do mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. The food there is a religious experience is how I've described it. Uh, no, I get it. I went yeah. to Gus's for the first time. Right. And I didn't know that chickens were supposed to taste like that. But that's, <laughs> that's what chickens are supposed to do now. Yeah. <laughs> you see a chicken, you're like, hey. <laughs> I've, I've 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 seen your full potential. Yeah, right. <laughs> I understand it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Soul Speak uh, is a, is a pay to go up. Um, so it's five dollars if you're just there to watch. But it's three dollars if you're there to perform. And that's one way they sustain that particular mic. Uh, the other mics I've mentioned are are free for performers and for audience members. Uh, Amanda Walker has an open mic on Wednesdays. That's at oh, Rock House she's Live. She's a little beast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, sometimes – recently that got taken over by the roast of Kyle, uh, partner, my partner of the Tuesday show and a very funny comic in Memphis. And um, and, and uh, we're currently his house guests. Right. So. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and a very kind, opening, warm-hearted kind, individual. warm-hearted individual who hasn't killed us yet. And we appreciate <laughs> that. But the sooner that we get paid for things, the sooner that we can have our own place. So anybody listening that wants to give me an address that is mine, that would be great. <laughs> if you Thank want to you. put up two comics from Pittsburgh. <laughs> who love memphis uh there, there you go uh we also got the clicks hump day pod uh open mic that's oscar peasman hosting that's been going on for thir- three years and that's out on hickory hill uh near the malco out there and uh rob loves thing which is about four or five months old now um maybe maybe only three months because it's every week uh but it's called love and laughs he's got a feature poet and a feature comic there nice and a lot of times he'll give out like a cash prize to the best uh comic in the open mic mm-hmm now, with Oscar's thing, I know Oscar likes people to be there on time uh, by 9. He likes you to sign up by 9. And Rob likes people to sign up by 7.30 uh, for the show to start at 8. Um, also, at, at, at Drew's Place, um, with, with me, I prefer it if you at least message the Facebook page, Drew's Place Open Mic Comedy, or, or message me during the day um, so we can have that list ready. But if you're brand new, uh, you know, show up, and, and, and usually anybody will find a spot for you. And then on Thursday, there's the big thing. Uh, Tommy Oler hosts the P&H. The, yeah, the P&H Open Mic, yeah. um, which is, of course, huge. Uh, I mean, it, it, Tommy calls it the best open mic in the state. And while I haven't been to every single one, I, I've been to a lot of open mics, not just in Memphis, and it's very impressive. It's really good. That's uh, true. Good I job, mean, Tommy. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> that, that, now, see, that, the PH has had comedy in some form or another since I've lived in Memphis, like the second time. Like, I grew up mm-hmm. here and then I was somewhere else and been back almost seven years. And it, as far as I could tell, there was some kind of comedy at PH, whether it was Monday or Thursdays, with some gaps. But, it, it it just what Tommy has done in the past two years in terms of making it a consistent mm-hmm. full room um, that lasts for like three, sometimes four hours. Yeah. 
you know, of, of people who come and, and, and audience members. You know, yeah, sure, there'll be 20, 25 comics there. But, but they want to play with you. Right. They want to listen. And it's not like, I'm drunk and I'm screaming at the stage. Not it's, all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> no, but, but there's a lot of people are willing to listen to you. Right. And give you the opportunity to hang yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but that, it's, it's true, though. Like, you, you have as much room as you you can bring yeah you know it's it's a great room that was that was the point of this yeah and i i agree with you completely um chris davis came on here our very first episode he's a writer for the memphis flyer okay and he kind of checked out open mics and shows in midtown for a while to write an article about comedy in memphis and then we talked to him about it and he said yeah the pnh is is unique because you'd think that your worst enemy at an open mic was would be silence Mm. but at the pnh is not the case at all uh, your worst enemy is 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 losing the audience's interest. Yep. Because if they're silent, they're at least still listening to you. Correct. Uh, but because Tommy has done such a good job, make sure that room is always full. Um, if if they're not interested in you, they have no problem turning around and talking to their friend. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's how it should be. Yeah, uh, at an open mic especially. I mean, yeah. At a show, maybe not so. Much. At a show, not so yeah. much. But but as at an open mic, you're there to do the work. Right. That's what it's for. If you're serious about it, that's the game. And I do – I love the I, the fact that we have kind of such a disparity in terms of room personalities with mm-hmm. our open mics. So in terms of someone working out material or someone trying to perfect a bit or, or anything like that – you you may you you won't get you know quite that show crowd necessarily. You might some the PNH you know there'll be an hour there sure. where it'll feel like a show, and every now and then some of the other ones will have it. But you will get very different room personalities with which to test your material and and work it out yes, and, and figure out totally. the kinds of reactions you're going to get from different kinds of people. And uh, I think I think that's great. I mean, I think it makes everybody stronger. Absolutely, yeah. You should be if comedy is universal. If that's what you're going for, then you should be able to talk to everyone. Yeah. And if you have the opportunity and, – and everybody is so close and everybody – like just walking across the street, I can get something different than I am right here. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that strengthens every perspective of every joke. And I'm already an observationalist. Right. You know? It's, it's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you, you talk about you, you go into – well, Drew's is, is kind of – it kind of evolves on its own. But for a while – uh, you know, we would get maybe 12 comics uh, on Mondays, and that would be about it. And so it would be us kind of talking to each other, kind of like Chuckles was last Tuesday. Right. But then Chuckles can be different every week because sometimes you'll go into Chuckles on a Tuesday, and there will be 35 people there. Mm-hmm. And they're just there to like to hang out. Now, it's, you know, 35 people in a room that big. It doesn't feel full, but it's still like a it's, crowd yeah. to work with. And when a crowd shows up to Chuckles, they're there for the comedy. Like there's no mm-hmm. other mistake about it. Um, you know, and then and then uh, like like we talked about P&H um, – Every single room, yeah, just just very different, very different. Um, I think wanted to get in a little bit. There's there's been some talk uh, uh, recently about um, you talked about a minute ago about having kind of a matron, uh, at least in terms sure. of yeah, in, in terms of independent comedy. Katrina Coleman is a huge personality, mm-hmm. and uh, and she runs the Comedy Fest. She founded the Comedy Fest, and she is uh, in a, in a position where she is definitely um, a, a major leader. Sure. Uh, of of the things that go on um, it, with, with regard to humor. Yeah. Right. So um, and and she's been kind of weighing in, and some of this has been public, and some of it has been um, you know a little more private on on closed groups for for comics in Memphis. Uh, but there's been a discussion about 
Yeah, an open mic is a free space, and an open mic is a place where you go work out ideas and you say whatever you want and this kind of thing. Um, and sometimes it's terrible, and sometimes people aren't any good, and sometimes people stretch boundaries or they or they or they change certain things. But the idea that even at an open mic, I think people should carry themselves with a certain level of professionalism, I think, is a nice way to to to, to phrase what we've been kind of exploring this week. Yeah. Um, the the idea being that alcohol tends to be involved. People want to have a good time. People want to party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're coming to an open mic and you want to go up and you want to perform then that's your space to try things out and be crazy and do whatever. Sure. But once you're off the stage, you need to act like uh, a, a good bar patron in general. Right. Just yeah. once, you are, once you no longer have the mic, you're not on stage anymore. You're not untouchable and neither is anybody else. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a, an important thing to realize. And we talk about open mics and how fun they are, and they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if someone's going to open mics seriously – and they want to make comedy their business or at mm-hmm. least their part-time job or at least a very serious hobby, then there's a level of professionalism I think people should bring even to that. So, yeah, when you're on stage, try out new stuff. If you fail, if you bomb, that's definitely the place for it. Sure. Um, but, you know, show up on time. Sign up early if you need to. All these different kinds of things. Don't get too drunk before you go up on stage because, after all, that's your office, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, as comedians, we well, don't have – or as comics, I don't know don't... that you can regulate someone's addiction based on their stage performance where we're not in that business. Right. I would agree with that. Because um, how, how can you police me yeah. if – Let's pretend, pretend that I smoke weed. Right. Just, just pretend. No for a one moment. who has ever been on this podcast nope. has ever smoked weed. We're going to pretend. We have never smoked weed while doing this podcast. Mm-mm. We've never been to a show where somebody had to. Are you even listening anymore? Okay. No, <laughs> Gil's not listening no. anymore. That's fine. But sorry, yeah. man. I'm real stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But. I if there's a difference between a, a drug user and a drug abuser. If I'm using it to enhance my craft, if that beer, if if this certain level of intoxication is where you hit your sweet spot on stage, I understand that. Sure, I'm not. Like I said, we our craft and what we do, we have the highest percentage of population of mental illness. <laughs> Yeah. And we also don't have any money, so we are self-medicating all the time. Right. So uh, I'll, taking that one off the table right. of uh, be be someone who can control yourself. There we go. Absolutely. I would, I would, yeah, I think you've got it. That's definitely a better way to express what I think yeah. what I was trying to get at. You're out in public. You need to be an adult. You're in a bar. That right. means you're legally an adult. Act like it. Yeah. That have some common courtesy. That's not that's not unreasonable. No one's being unreasonable here. Yeah. It was something I think even I learned a little bit. I mean, because when I first started doing comedy, it was kind of like, oh my God, here's this new group of friends, and then I get to go on stage and I get to talk for a while. Mm-hmm. I get to drink like for a long time, you know, around all these people and have a good time, you know, mm-hmm. for hours and hours on weekdays. Wow, this is amazing. And then uh, you know, I, I reached a point where I was like, Okay, well, you know what is what is the focus here, and and to me the focus was on on telling jokes and trying to get better mm-hmm. at telling jokes rather than than the social aspect of it. But I don't think that takes a I don't think the social aspect of it should be ignored. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think the idea that we get to sit around with each other before or after mics sure. and talk about yeah. uh, material and talk about other things and the fact that we have a community that will do that, like you said, is fantastic. But and I think we have been pretty good. 
overall, mm-hmm. uh, a couple recent things maybe aside, uh, we have been pretty good overall about people um, respecting the idea that, that they're in a bar and, and that they're in a place with other people and they need to respect that. And then trying to, uh, to, to do things that they think are funny as opposed to, uh, you know, g- going up and maybe, I don't know, just releasing anger or, or something like that or, or actually trying to perform something and share something with people. Um, I, I don't think I'm describing this very well. I think your eyes are narrow, and so I think you've got it figured out a little better. No, I'm, I'm just trying to follow you because yeah. I know for a fact that at Drew's mic, I have cried on that stage. Yeah? Uh, was I there? Yeah, we're, maybe you weren't. Okay. No. no, that was right. Tommy was hosting that night. Okay. Um, no, uh, I, I had a very poignant moment about um, – what what is what is good and evil right. and uh about this woman that we couldn't pick up on the side of the road and and how i felt about that um i think this is when we get into what it gets harder and there's just two of us here i mean it would be it would be cool if you know if people i mean, feel free we post this on facebook if you listen to it and no, you, you okay. got something to say you know if what what we want to talk about is the situation itself right. what the problem was yeah so what the problem was is i'm on stage which means i am in a position of power right. admittedly that is yeah. a difference um and that means you can't say anything back to me because i have the microphone you know why because you're off stage those are the rules of the game right. those are the rules you signed up for yeah that's it that's what you get when you're off stage you don't have that power anymore yeah so on stage how do I approach this girl, this very specific person in the audience? Not not even, hey, it's very brave of you to wear your hair that way to take from Will. Um, you're singling someone out and then you're separating yourself from it. He beelined. He made the entire set specifically about that. And when she was uncomfortable, he continued. Yeah. When he got off stage, he continued. Right. When someone says... I'm uncomfortable, leave me alone. Yeah. When you step past that, that's the problem. Yeah. It's not about free speech. It's about you're in a space that does not belong to you. Right. This space belongs to me. I don't deserve this. And if you can say with certainty that I would not appreciate that being said to my mother, my sister, whatever, and beyond not appreciate, then you know that something is wrong here. Yeah. I'm not saying that the person in question is a bad person. Right. What I'm saying is that was not the time or place, that was not the way to handle it, and none of the arguments that are coming from, it wasn't that she was afraid of a skin color. It wasn't that what she was afraid of is I said, leave me alone and you won't leave me alone. And when does it escalate? Right. And, and that's certainly something we've we've heard over and over well, with regard to, to women or interacting with women that if, you know, hey, you need to respect when somebody says stop it. You need to respect when someone says stop it, because when do you how long does it get to go on before you can say it's OK to say stop it? Yeah. Right? Like, I I had an ex send me some photos of myself that I had taken when we were together. Oh, wonderful. Uh, they obviously, they were not modest by any means. Right. Um, and the caption read, by the way, these are selling like crazy on Craigslist. Oh, God. 
Right. Whether or not he did it, that is an open threat. He's still bugging me. Yeah. I, and that is a clear level of escalation. If you get off a stage after someone said, leave me alone, and you approach that person and they continue to say, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone, you are escalating the situation. You have made them unsure of your mental ability to be safe around them. Right. And that's, uh, that's certainly something we don't want to happen. And that has nothing yeah. to do with the element of surprise or what humor is or what you can say on stage or off. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm really glad you came in today to, to talk about it a little bit. It was certainly weighing on my mind. Um, I think it's important to note that uh, with a lot of these things, it, it's, it's an abnormality. And we've mm-hmm. worked very hard and uh, in, in so much credit, if not all the credit, can go really to people like Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we've worked very hard to make Memphis Comedy a place where anybody – uh, with, no matter what open mic you're at or show you're at or whatever, somebody can feel safe. And the idea that I think we have to sit here and talk about it uh, mm-hmm. because we had a couple uh, a couple things last week where um, where where somebody who was going up at open mics was was interacting with an audience member in a way that was not appropriate mm-hmm. and repeated mm-hmm. uh, that we don't we don't like that and we're very much very much against that and we want our audience members to feel safe and I think that's why I wanted to come on and and talk about it and address it so we mm-hmm. could definitely have that on record that's not something we want and I'm really glad that you came um, so you could share a perspective uh, that that's incredibly important um, and there's there's one other point to this story that I would like to point out that uh, it it escalated to more than one night. Right. If it had just been, oh, my bad. Yeah. It would have been done. Right. From the stage, and you can say anything you want on stage. And honestly, like, I understand this is a good joke, and I hear the joke. Like, I, you're right. You're right. What happens when a white woman complains? Same thing that happens after 2,000 years of slavery. Nothing. That was that was, that was the joke, joke in question at the open mic. Now I, I hate that that's the only joke uh, we're saying out loud today. Maybe we should think up some other ones in a second, but not to distract from the seriousness. I got of a good wrong. joke. I can tell. Okay, we'll we'll get to that in just a okay, moment. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks. But I understand from a comics perspective why that's a good joke. Right. I also understand from the perspective of a woman, and frankly, the woman that was sitting right next to the woman in question. He looked directly at her. To say it. Right. Do the context of that is a threat. Yeah. Remember how you didn't think you were safe before? Now you're definitely not. Because right. nothing will happen. That is how it was interpreted. Yeah. I, I mean, I it, it, it's, it's terrible. It's just, it's it's a thing where you say, and because of knowing the fact that, that those two people were interacting earlier in the week. Uh, and then well, things right. are being and had said it directly. Been, Leave me alone. Right. Had. All right, I see your point. That's it. Uh, Louis C.K. says you don't get to decide whether or not you hurt someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a it's a great it's a great phrase. Yeah. If I step on your toe, oh come on, that didn't hurt. Right. It's not that big a deal. Your shoes don't matter that much. It's a small scuff. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. It's a great. That. That's a great analogy. Yeah, people can relate to it very easily. So, uh, I'm I'm really glad we did that. Um, but if you're so if you, if you are if you're a comedian or a comic or you want to go up and you're coming to open mic, I think the big thing is uh, please just be cool with everybody. Uh, and 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 if if you're a man, 
you know, you might need some extra effort to be cool to, to women. And if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're of a race that, that gets a little more advantages, you might need some extra effort to be cool to minorities, whatever. And that's, that's okay. Uh, but if you're just trying to be cool as hard as you can all the time, I think everything's going to work out. Um, and, and I think it is important to note that these things have been, um, not necessarily the rule, mm-hmm. but we've been seeing a little more of them lately. And so I think in all of our different uh, mediums that we have, we have Memphis is Funny here. We're talking about me- comedy in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this hasn't been any issue at the showcases. So if you're a potential audience member and you're listening, um, when showcases are run, they're run very different from open mics because there's not necessarily the idea that it has to be completely free, that anybody can come up, that anybody can try anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's run by that particular person. And that particular person, uh, most people that I know, that we know, who run showcases, and I know uh, especially with mine, there's definitely an idea of, hey, this is a tight ship, mm-hmm. and these audience members paid money to be here, so they're going to be entertained. There's not going to be any drama. There's not going to be any weirdness. Nobody's going to feel – well, you might feel uncomfortable. Comedy can do that. Well, right. But, uh, but not in a way that, that any of the kind of worst stuff we've been talking about is going to happen. And I think because we're willing to sit here and discuss the things that are going on and talk about them, uh, the open mics will return to a place uh, that, that that is safe, that people can feel Well, right. and I don't and, think yeah. that they're unsafe now. I right. think this is an isolated incident, and I think it's a good learning point and something that everybody here can take away from. Yeah. Certainly. Is understanding, A, what your boundaries are. Right. Understanding where the boundaries are, period. Anybody's right. boundaries. It's... Uh, a lot of people wanted to bring up that, oh, well, what about free speech? And da, da, da. Yeah, you can say anything you want when you're on that mic. That's what it's for. Right. Um, and it should make you uncomfortable. The element, the secret to humor is surprise, right? Sure. You're supposed to be startled. There's something that provokes. <gasps> oh, no. Yep. There's something that provokes What's that. What's crazy is I can still hear you, so you must unplug a different microphone. I didn't unplug the microphone. I unplugged the headset. Yeah, it was just the headset. Oh, okay. okay. There we Sorry, are. Sorry, y'all. Um, it's getting heated in here. And they don't have any air conditioning, so it's uh, it's causing a little bit of a we problem. We do have air conditioning, yeah, guys. Yeah, That's that not a message that I want to get sent out Okay. There. That's easily cool a 60-degree and... difference from outside to in here. That is true. It's that crazy. is true. It's warm up here, not not stifling. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. I paid the bills this month. Thank you, Gil. Your studio is very nice. Month, last <laughs> month, didn't pay the bills. <laughs> this month, we got them taken care of. Okay. So this month we had A lot have... of dark, hot podcasts last month. <laughs> dark, hot. Is that is no, that is nope. that your new series that you're going to start having, Dark and Hot? It's my it's my <laughs> name of my memoirs That's that I'm your, writing. Dark, dark, and hot. dark and Hot Podcast. It's about how I only have sex in the dark. Yeah. And, and to podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you record it, though? Uh, yeah, there's a really good one of me listening to Sword and Scale, and uh, it's true crime. Right. Whose joke is it that it was? A, is it Kyle's that bird sounds? Oh yeah. It's a job for a yeah, thousand years. Yeah. In in I love that. India yeah. to compare women's orgasms to bird sounds. Yep. And trying to trying to figure out the secret. I wonder how many women they had in that job. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you don't know that it wasn't the women running the test. You're right. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, just... I feel like we would have started it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, you hear that? You should make that noise come out of me. Ah. We could try. There we go. Maybe. Yeah. That you know that actually works. I just keep thinking about what they had that panel on uh, on revising birth control laws or abortions, oh. and it was all white people. It was like a Senate oh. Senate Judiciary Senate Committee hearing or something oh no it was about the religious uh religious implications of it and they invited religious leaders and it was all white men 
yeah, uh, who were who were the supreme, uh, not supreme, but the the, the witnesses there right. to testify and and to give their opinions, and it was like okay, so yeah. that's that's certainly not, and yet I'm still talking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, th- so thanks again uh, for coming on, guys. Uh, I know it got real serious, but it, I think it was important that we needed to address it. Um, but if you are, if you're into comedy and you want to be out on a weekday, open mics are certainly a, a, a fun place to hang out. There are ups and downs to them. Uh, they can get weird. They can get wild. That's what open mics are. Mm-hmm. Um, showcases, like I said, very, very different. And I think because we have uh, – I think that's really the point uh, we can drive home to an audience member is because we have so many of these open mics, uh, it really feeds the showcase as well and makes sure that talent is ready to go and that the showcases are going to be good, and that we can iron out all these kinks and all these problems, Absolutely. whether they're social problems or comedy problems or anything like that. Um, so definitely check out everything this week. Uh, if you're listening early in the week, Tuesday show, October 30th, please check that out, uh, at, at least for David Tavaiti. He's going to be fantastic. Uh, Monique at Chuckles, um, rolling on the river. Sorry, the boat sold out, but look out for, for more events from Lakeisha from what she was talking about yesterday. She's got some big, big stuff planned. And, uh, and the all-star comedy show at Rock House. Yes. Uh, that's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. That's on Friday. You can actually get tickets to that in advance. Oh. Um, so that's at rockhouselive.com. Who do I have to flirt with for that? Who do you have to, to get tickets? Yeah. Uh, the, your computer. Okay. And then, and then you type rockhouselive.com, and then it says buy tickets. And, oh. then, and then there's a thing, and you enter your credit card number. But you need to wink at the computer while you do it to I make sure that it, yeah, that it accepts it. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't, you don't have to wink. You don't I have, have to flirt a with the Right. But, yeah, it's very easy. A uh, very <laughs> simple thing. It's 8 bucks if you get them in advance, $10 at the door. Um, and Josh McClain is going to, is going to blow you all away. And we're also very excited for Mary Jordan. It's really the first time we've put, uh, that kind of lineup together with that many kind of, uh, kind of like, uh, very, very high influencers of independent Memphis County, people who were there on the ground level doing work years and years and years. Um, you know, long before I came in or, or a lot of these people who are, who are doing it now came in. So that'll be very cool to see. So definitely check all that out. Um, and if you're at an open mic, be cool. I think, yeah. is that, is that, can, can we rest on that? How or? about just be a good person? Like yeah. just try really hard to get a re- along with everybody around you. And maybe not just at an open mic, I guess. Maybe yeah. just like everywhere. That seems really yeah. basic to me. Yeah. Just standard of living is I'm going to be nice to you. Because right. you're a person, and not just because you smell good or funny or whatever. Just you exist. So do I. Namaste. Yeah, you know, I went. Jackie, Jackie, uh, it got me to go to church this morning, and then I get to come here, and it's it's just that's the message all day. Be cool, be cool all the time. So yeah, we, we can all strive for that. I think uh, that is your episode. Um, <laughs> Everybody's laughing at all the funny stuff we talked about yeah. today. Hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is your episode of MemphisIsFunny.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at MemphisIsFunny, Facebook, Facebook.com slash MemphisIsFunny. Uh, a lot more exciting content coming from Christine Marie. And, uh, and we will see you next week. Thank you. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.